Whoever appeals to the law against his fellow man is either a fool or a coward. Whoever cannot take care of himself without that law is both. For a wounded man shall say to his assailant, If I live, I will kill you. If I die, you are forgiven. Such is the rule of honor. Hello, podcast and individual thinkers. Welcome back to Liberty Light News. I am your host, Abel Savios, coming to you from the southern border of Mexico Wars, Chihuahua, El Paso, Texas. As well as many of you have seen today in the big blowout in the news with Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi, and Donald Trump over the next physical year budget funding, infrastructure bill, and the imminent government shutdown we will be going over, as well as committee hearing of Sundar Pinchay, as well as a quick update of the Chinese military officers who are renouncing and calling for an attack on the American naval when it comes to the Pacific region island seas. So with that being said, let's get started. We have over here today Tom Fenton from Jujitsu Watch. Um, he came out on the Twitter today, which was breaking news on Twitter. It's trending at the moment. Clinton Foundation under investigation. I will testify to Congress this week on behalf of at Judicial Watch. We broke the Clinton Foundation, quote, pay to play, end quote, scandal wide open. Glad Congress is finally following through on our leadership. So Judicial Watch, Tom Fenton and his crew over there, they have been going at Hillary Clinton for a long time. They actually help expose the emails when it comes to uh, the Hillary Clinton Foundation, when it came to the embezzlement of Haiti, and Tom Fenton has not letting go of that grudge. True Patriot will be sticking tuned to him in the coming week when he goes into investigation. So to Pelosi and Chuck Schumer, as many of you known and seen today, the blowout between Chance. Uh, Chancy is what they call him, Chuck and Nancy. <laughs> between the blowout between Chancy and Donald J. Trump, uh, I called this, we talked about it here on Liberty Light News last week about the imminent government shutdown when it came to this funding infrastructure bill. Uh, as many of you know, we're down here at the border. So Donald Trump has been promising about the border, which we've been covering here extensively. Um, this is where Donald Trump draws the line in the sand, no pun intended, but uh, he has been saying he was going to shut down the government, as we've spoken about. Last year when he did this, in 2016, for the physical beer, uh, budget, every two years we vote on that, and uh, we have to, the Congress has the control of the purse, and they vote on the budget throughout the year. Like I mentioned, the kicker part is, is Donald Trump has to sign off on the physical year budget for the government. And I knew he was going to uh, threaten the government shutdown. He, had, he was talking about it two years ago when he was very upset. He threw his hands in the air and he said that he was defeated by the Democrats because they forced him into a budget bill of $760 billion that he was requesting for the military in exchange for only $1.5 billion every year for the budget wall, which the budget is looking around $30 billion to build, which Donald Trump today at the hearing between 
Chucky and Schumer and Nancy Chancy. Donald Trump put on the table a measly $5 billion request for the border. Mind you, the, the Democrats signed in 2016 and they were all for giving Donald Trump $760 billion just for the army. They gave him about $920 billion for the physical year. So $5 billion, uh, Chansey and them are not budging. And Donald Trump was very stern today, as many of you saw. He was not playing patty cake. He was not playing ball with these folks. He stuck it right to them. Chuck Schumer was uh, red in the face. Nancy Pelosi held her ground. But uh, I think they know... <laughs> I think they know Donald Trump's serious. <laughs> and if everybody have already seen the memes about Mike Pence, he got a first he got a first row ticket to that one. <laughs> I had to double check it. It was hilarious to watch the man's face. He was trying to be as cordial and uh not not, you know, <laughs> it was hard to be in there. He didn't say a word, but that's funny. So I want to play a clip of after, since we all have seen the videos of the blowout between Chansey, I'd like to play a clip of Pelosi and Schumer after the meeting. Good afternoon. Oh, we just had a meeting of which you saw uh, the introduction to. Uh, but coming out of the meeting, we can say uh, that, uh, as I mentioned to the president, the president has the White House, he has the Senate, he has the House of Representatives, all in Republican control. He has the power to keep government open. Instead, he has admitted in this meeting that he will take responsibility. The Trump shutdown is something that can be avoided, that the American people do not need at this time of uh, economic uncertainty, people losing jobs, the market in a mood, and the rest. Uh, it's a luxury. The Trump shutdown is a luxury the American people cannot afford. I told the president, uh, uh, Mr. our leader, distinguished Senate leader, will talk about two proposals we made to the president. After he makes those proposals, I'll tell you other statements that are made to the president about those proposals. Okay. The bottom line is simple. The president made clear that he wants a shutdown. His position, if he sticks to his position for a $5 billion wall, he will get no wall and he will get a shutdown. The bottom line is very, very simple. And that is, we want border security. We're, we offered him border security. But Americans know that the wall not paid for by Mexico anymore, is not the way to border security. And the experts say that. We offered the president two ways to avoid a shutdown. First, pass the six other appropriations bills that have been agreed to by Democrats and Republicans and do a one-year extension of the Homeland Security bill by what's called a CR, which just funds it the same way it funded it last year. Or do a one-year CR for all seven remaining appropriations bills. Both of those ways. We gave the president two ways, each of which would get a majority of votes in the House and 60 votes in the Senate and would avoid a shutdown. 
We hope he'll take it because a shutdown hurts too many innocent people. And this Trump shutdown, this temper tantrum that he seems to throw will not get him his wall and it'll hurt a lot of people because he will cause a shutdown. He admitted he wanted a shutdown. It's hard to believe that he would want that. Alrighty, so as you heard, the Democrats have some, uh, they have some things to be concerned about. Uh, they stumbled on their words a few times. Uh, their facial expressions were uh, classic. They were talking about the CR. The CR is the continuing resolution, folks. This is how the Democrats slowly siphon money from the government. They get a big budget proposal, and then they get money every year instead of every two years because it's now a CR, continuing resolution. And, of course, the Democrats stick their hands in the cookie jar, and they siphon that out as much as they can. As Chuck Schumer said, a leasely $5 billion Donald Trump is having a tenter tantrum over. He stuttered on his own words when he said that because, as we just mentioned, they gave Donald Trump $760 billion for the military and national security. Now, Donald Trump, and this is, and he could classify it is, as a national security threat when it comes to our border. Hence the reason why we have military personnel down here on the southern border of Juarez, Mexico, and El Paso down here. So, the Democrats had to come out. They were put in the spot. I think they're going to fold, like I've been mentioning, as we've been talking about. Donald Trump is going to shut down the border and the government, folks. I said this, and all this will hurt is the Democrats won't really hurt America. It'll hurt, tra- it'll hurt a little bit of trade with Mexico. But I think we could work around that down here at the border, as well as the border agents that I've been speaking to, which I will not put on the record with their names. Uh, they already prepared for this. They were prepared for the invasion which we reported on weeks prior to everything in the mainstream media. So, ah, the government's going to shut down. Today, we had the big breaking news of Google CEO Sundar Pichai. I lead this company without political bias. Now, this is the House Intel hearing when it comes to Google, the monopoly Google and their oversight when it comes to political bias on the conservative platform and censoring. CNSNnews.com, conservativenews.com, Sunday, Sundar, the chief executive official of Google, told Congress on Tuesday he is, quote, a technology optimist, end quote, who believes, end quote, people and their belief and ability to use technology to improve their lives, end quote. He said, quote, incredibly proud of what Google has done to, quote, empower the people all around the world. Yes, Google does make things better for America. It makes it better for the average human being individual. There's a lot of features you could do. But at the same time, if you're regulating speech, then that's where people are talking about drawing the line. 
he's saying that he's been a technological optimist, whatever that means. But then he says he has led this company so far without political bias. Well, of course, until this far. That's why you're at the Senate Intel Committee hearing, the House Intel Committee hearing. You have been unbiased until recently with concerns that have people have posted taking off apps when it comes to uh, creator content, whoever. They take off a lot of apps. Mind you, Apple has a stricter app application registration. They have to you have to submit your app and they have to approve it before you could just throw it on their platform. So there's a lot that goes into this. He says the number of lawmakers in both parties have expressed concerns about Google's ability to track users as well as its size and power into the influence opinion public opinion with some employees disregard. So I guess they're oversighting their own employees. I would say that's pretty monarchic. And his writ and his written opening statement to the committee, Panshi said Google users look to the company to provide it, quote, trusted and accurate information. Ah, so instead of having a free uh, a utopia of sorts of everybody being able to communicate and have uh, dialogue discourse. They say, in their words, we provide to be paid, provided paid users to be a trusted and accurate information platform. So they're playing devil's advocate. Quote, we work hard to ensure the integrity of our products and we have put them together of checks and balances in place to ensure that they continue to live up to our standards. Uh, Pachi said... Quote, I lead this company without political bias and work to ensure that our products continue to operate that way. To do otherwise would go against our core principles, our business interests, and the company that we provide platforms and diverse perspectives and opinions. He's hinting towards Facebook, Twitter, and all of them. Google is the umbrella, if we, if we really look at it, uh, nothing goes on the internet without touching a Google server, folks. Some of us know this. Some of us uh, need to be reminded of this. Nothing, no website, no traffic does not hit not at least one Google server unless you have a tunnel to a remote station. Then really you have no option but to go to Google's uh, servers. And we have not the shortage them among them employees, Patchy said. Republican Bob Goodlatte, Republican from Virginia, in his opening statement remarks said, quote, the American people deserve to know what types of information they are not getting when they perform searches on the Internet. Some of us have been talking about this in the tech community. I'm a, a IT technician myself. Uh, that's my occupation. We have been talking about the algorithms. We have been talking about the Google updates and search logs. Um, this happened about five months ago. We saw the, the sudden shift over. Uh, coincidentally, funny timing, just I bookmarked it the same time they took off Alex Jones, Infowars, and some of these other stations on YouTube, 
conservative people, uh, Republican people, independents. This is when the Google shift happened. So Goodlatte had mentioned that. Representative Andy Biggs, Republican from Arizona, a Judiciary Committee member, told Fox News on Tuesday, quote, it would be better if Google came out and were to be just transparent and said, look, we have the political bias. Our vice president is doing all he can to help Democrats get elected. We have other people trying to get Latinos out of Hillary Clinton and its organization. I mean, it isn't just simple matter of one person here and there. It's organized within the company. And if that's the case, to be transparent about it and let the make market make its own decisions, I don't want to be affiliated with that company. There's other places to do my searches, etc., yeah, like DuckDuckGo. This is what Andy Biggs, representative of Arizona, said. Biggs said that he will ask Pachachi about com competition and liability of human rights violation going against the First Amendment. Quote, if Google, for instance, is a data sharing and providing censorship resources for the Chinese government who has millions of people in political prisons, does he think he should be criminally liable for that? And I think that's important for him to understand. That's a good point. So he says, China, this is encouraging people with the humanitarian rights if they post something in China. And the government, Jing, Xinjiang Bing, does not like, the president does not like their political discourse, then they lock them up. <laughs> Pachi, in his opening statements, tried to make a point about the diversity, opinion, and his organization, telling the committee, quote, some of our Googlers are former servicemen and women who have risked much in defense of our country. Some are civil libertarians who fierced and defendedly defended the freedom of expression. Some are parents who are worried about the role technologies plays in our household. Some, like me, are immigrants too in this country, profoundly grateful for the freedoms and opportunity it has to offer. Some of us are mainly of these, of these things. End quote. So, he's saying that he's a proud... He's a proud uh, foreigner, and that's all right. America's built off of foreigners, but we have to have the rule of law, just like we're talking about with the border. So he used that in a statement as he's a proud foreigner and he is trying to be unbiased. There's plenty of more of those Senate Intel, uh, the House hearings. We've been covering some of those in the last month as well. So that's interesting. We'll be staying tuned to that. Back to the border. Second migration. Caravan storms into Mexico down here. Violent groups from Central America carrying bombs and guns defined a huge police presence to cross the border from Guadalajara, Guadalajara as Trump deployed 5,200 more troops. The second caravan of migrants to believed armed with bombs and guns crossing to Mexico on Monday despite a huge police presence. This is in Mexico. Hundreds of migrants following the footsteps in the first caravan headed to the U.S. border crossed a river from Guadalajara. A low-flying police helicopter hovered over them as the sites of migrations waddling in and swimming into a large group over the river through the Sunnik River, murky waters. Apparently to use the downdrift and the rotation to discourage them.
Guadalamara, Notorious Channel 7 reported that one man drowned and aired video of the man dragging seamlessly lifeless body down the river. So people are risking their lives. And there's photos of a muddy trench right at the shore on the other side of the federal Mexican police and migrants standing right at the water's edge with shields, police shields. It is a sight. It is a sight. The second migration van included immigrant members believed to be carrying bombs. As such, that shows a picture. I could count one, two, three, four, five, five women out of a picture of 80. So five women. There's five women. Majority of this. Wow. These are all men, folks. There is not a child in sight. There is not a woman in sight. This is what we've been talking about. The drug war is stopping in America. So what does that mean? Those central countries, Guadalajara, Salvador, uh, they have no work. The drug cartel cannot bring their drugs into America because the borders are been being shut down down here. If not, the waiting lines down here are ridiculous. Mind you, 70% of traffic has slowly slowed down. People say, if we don't have to go across the border, we're not going. Down here, we used to go across the border just to grab something to eat for cheap and go go have a drink or go tour around or visit family that we have and have a barbecue. If we do not have to go over there, we do not. Traffic has uh, slowed down drastically. But at the same time, the lines are even longer. So the inspection here is thorough. So it slows down everybody. People are being affected here as well. Uh, on the border of both Mexico and America. But these pictures, man, they are graphic. If you want to go check them out, you can follow us at Patreon at Liberty Light News where I'll post the pictures at. There are more intense than the ones that came out in the recent weeks this is a bigger immigration caravan i would say double it's insane it's insane so there is another caravan on its way and donald trump is talking about a leasley five billion dollars chuck schumer and the democrats will not cough up but are requesting a CR, a continuing resolution, so they could cipher money from the government funds. How convenient. CNN, politics, asylum claims at southern border jumped nearly 70% in 2018. Washington CNN reported U.S. Customs and Border Protections announced Monday that the number of migrants who sought asylum out of fear at the southern west border Increased to a near 70% between 2017 and 2018, according to new statistics released by the Department of Homeland Security, DHS. According to DHS, 92,000 plus people claims of credible fear were made in the physical year of 2018. Almost going on 100,000 people had come to the border. That's a lot, folks. That's a lot. 
were attempting to enter the U.S. and the southern border, compared to 55,000 plus claims made in the year physical year of 2017. The change represented a 67% increase in claims between last year and this year. Claims were made that both the portrait of the entire of people of the CBP corrections officers detained were admissible and entered the county, and those caught by crossing the border illegally in between ports. President Donald Trump signed a presidential proclamation in November that would bar migrations and anyone who crossed into the United States illegally through the southern border seeking asylum. Quote, the number reflects the dramatic increase in initial fears claimed by those encountered on the border, which is straining the border security, hence the reason for a border wall. Immigration enforced the courts and others in the judicial area and the other federal resources, Kevin K. McAllen, the CBP commissioner, said in a statement released Monday, quote, as the majority of these claims will not be successful when they are adjudicated by an immigration court. We need Congress to act and to address the vulnerabilities of our immigration system, which continually to be negative impact on our border security efforts down here. The statement read, According to a statement, CBB police officer responsibility is to document the claims and initiate transfer to Immigrations and Customs Enforcement, other known as ICE, to begin the asylum process. During this document process, according to DHS website, migrants and a series of questions about why they are seeking asylum, including whether or not they would be harmed if they return home and to their home country, and if they have fears or concerns about returning home and or leaving the United States, CNN reported. So CNN is reporting on the increase. So why wouldn't the wall work? Why can't you get $5 billion? USA Today, Mexico to pump $30 billion into Central America to halt migration flow. Mexico City and the government has announced plans to spend $30 billion over the next five years on the Central America Development, an initiative designed to slow migrations from some of the hemisphere's poorest and most violent countries throughout Mexico and some throughout the United States. Exact details were still pending on how the money would be distributed between the Mexican Foreign Ministry said in a tweet Monday that Mexico, quote, will change its migration policies and respond to the needs required at the southern border of their country, of America as well, have a relationship. The Mexican announcement comes as more than 5,000-plus Central American migrants traveling caravans have congested the Tijuana area, where many had hoped to get asylum claims in the United States, but face waiting lists of more than several months. And it is uh, and it serves as an early test of the relationship between Mexico President Andres Manuel Lopez and the President Donald J. Trump, who has already cut aid to Central America and vowed to halt all foreign aid to the region and the caravans. So they will hopefully stop. 
The two leaders have maintained cordial relations, but as candidate Lopez vowed that he will not do the dirty work for any foreign government, a clear swipe at the demands of Trump was imposing on Mexico to stop the migrant caravan. It also comes as an early initiative that the migrants issued from Lopez who, on the campaign trail, responded to the questions of the migration transit into Mexico and his country, quote, We will not do the dirty work of any foreign government, Lopez quoted. Lopez hasn't repeated that pledge since he, elect, he was elected in July 1st, 2018, and has instead proposed a sort of Marshall Plan for Central America, which he insists will diminish the needs to immigrate and migrate in the first place. Quote, we are doing to guarantee the rights of the migrants in our territory respectfully, he told reporters on December 5th. About how to resolve the problem, we're putting together a proposal to invest in productivity projects and to create job creation. Huh, sounds like he's running on a Donald Trump uh, platform. And not only that, I am working on visas as well for Mexicans and for the United States. So they're going to try to come up with a joint visa plan. So I'll leave that at the Patreon where you can find the pictures, the URL link sources. So you can take a look at that thoroughly. Last but not least, we have been talking about the Hugh Chinese CEO that has been arrested or detained, excuse me, in Canada. United States had put a summons and requested that Canada, Justin Trudeau, take over and restrain the CEO, Ms. Ming, of Hugh. And since that, we have been having some not-so-good relationships with China. Let's just say they're not happy. That's one of their go-to girls, one of their best technologists in their country. Mind you, she's a very valuable, sought-after individual. So China came out today. One of their commanding officers, Chinese military officers, call for attacks on United States naval have a clip right here, I'll play of the video. A Chinese military. Chinese military to attack the ships of the Southern Sea. People are talking about the Pacific Asian Sea and the cool ducks of the region. If the United States warships break into the Chinese water, I suggest that two warships should be sent and to stop one another. So we're having tensions at the China Peninsula Seas. If any of you don't know, I recommend you Google that. They have been building the seas in the Pacific region, man-made, for since 2012 during the Barack Obama era. Now, the International Committee didn't say anything. Mind you, Barack Obama turned a blind eye on, which is why I started my YouTube channel, just to make sure... And people aware that what was happening is not good. They are trying to have military strategic uh, leads over us in the Pacific region where they have missile air bases and air bases, naval bases, uh, missile region area. They have about 12 islands man-made right now. 
it's it's getting pretty crazy. You should see how much destruction they're doing to the oceans. They're digging up the sand and layering it. They're destroying the aquatic life. It's a humanitarian issue as well. But, hey, where's all the hipsters and liberals at? Nowhere to be found, huh? A Chinese military officer has suggested that the Chinese Navy attack U.S. ships on the southern sea of China. People Liberation Army Air Force Senior Colin Dykes Su said, quote, If the United States warship break into Chinese water again, I suggest that the two warships should be sent, one to stop and another to ram it, in, the ter- uh, in our territorial waters. He won't allow us, U.S. warships, to create our di- uh, distributions. Daya argued that the U.S. Navy freedom of Navy navigation operation aimed to undermine China's sovereignty. They're trying to control the biggest trade port, folks. We have to understand the Chinese, the Pacific Chinese uh, trade route is a three trillion, four, eight trillion, depending on our trade route. We have three to eight trillion dollars worth of trade going in those Pacific regions, the trade ports in the Pacific regions. Now, this is where China is building their seas at. They're trying to dominate or control that trade route. This is why Donald Trump talks about free trade without mentioning these islands. In late November, the U.S. Navy sent a guided missile cruiser to challenge Chinese claims near the Parcel Islands, is what they call them. I had reported on that. So, that is something that we'll be keeping our eyes tuned to. Um, This is not going anywhere, especially now that we have one of China's CEOs of one of their biggest technology companies, Hue, which does the coding for missiles and diagnostics, mind you. She is a big player, key role in this. This is almost like an act of war to a certain extent. But... They are having acts of war on the Pacific region and the trade. So, with that being said, thanks, and that's all for today's broadcast slash podcast. Thanks you for staying tuned, and as always, please stay vigilant. Take care, and God bless.